welcome to Pregnancy Confidential Week 21, the weird and unnecessary advice you get when pregnant and how to totally ignore it. Pregnancy Confidential is a girlfriend-to-girlfriend real talk podcast from the folks at Parents Magazine, where we have your back and your bump through all 40 weeks. I'm Dana Points. I'm the editor-in-chief of Parents. And with me today is... Chandra Turner. I'm the executive editor at Parents. And... Kara Corridan. I'm the health director at Parents. And let's just say we've all been through this pregnancy thing a few times, and now we're on the other side, and we're mm-hmm. the annoying ladies who give you advice. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll try not to be too annoying, though. Uh, it's week 21 of your pregnancy, and you're finally getting the hang of this business of being with child. But just as soon as you start to gain some confidence, you're going to be knocked down again by, for example, that lady in line at Subway who questions whether your choice of sandwich is appropriate <laughs> for your condition. <laughs> Congratulations. It's officially open season for anyone and everyone to give you baseless, unsolicited advice and ask nosy questions. So in this episode, we're going to discuss the worst we've heard and how to deflect criticism. But before we dig in, let's go to our favorite topic, which is what size is your baby this week? We have some fruits for you today. For example, right now in week 21, your baby is the size of a pomegranate. But we also have some other objects. We all wear a fanny pack. Oh, So sure. um, it's about that size. A fanny pack. <laughs> They've made a comeback, in, you know. In England, that would have an entirely different meaning. <laughs> It'd actually be a literal meaning. Oh, a wow. fanny pack. Yes. Oh, <laughs> can we say this on, on a podcast? I didn't say anything. I said it could be a fanny pack. <laughs> all right. Um, what else? A galaxy tablet? Yeah. Or maybe like as long as a, like a little mini travel umbrella. So if you want more details about what's going on with your baby beyond the crazy comparisons to uh, inanimate objects, be sure to sign up for our daily pregnancy email at parents.com slash pregnancy daily, and we'll give you the scoop. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. So now, thanks for the totally unnecessary advice. That is our theme for today. Now, when you were not pregnant, you probably blithely lived your life free of criticism for the most part and other people's two cents. But if you haven't noticed... That is just all out the window the minute people can see you're pregnant, and you will get unsolicited comments from friends, family members, total strangers, you name it. They're going to tell you what prenatal vitamin you should take, or, oh, I didn't bother with a prenatal vitamin, where you should deliver your baby, oh, have you thought about a home birth? I mean, it just goes on and on. You know, it would just be mildly entertaining, except that sometimes it can, no matter how confident you are, leave you questioning your decisions and and what you're doing. Or just extremely annoyed. And annoyed, yeah. No matter how confident you normally are, pregnancy can be a hard time to be confident because there are so many unknowns. It's a completely new stage for you, if, especially if you're doing it for the first time. So let's give you some ammunition <laughs> for the next time that lady in Costco decides to launch into her labor horror story for your benefit. <laughs> let's talk about some unsolicited comments that you might hear. Chandra, I mean, take it away. <sighs> 
you really shouldn't eat that. Like the woman in line at the subway, like you said, or your mother or your best friend who says that you can't eat even cooked sushi. I heard something about Chrissy Teigen, and she was slammed on Instagram for giving into her craving of fruity pebbles. You know, it's like, come she on. Take, she, even... she doesn't take much, though, from people, though. Didn't she? <laughs> no, I love that. No, no, no. Her. She yeah. totally, she hit it back on Twitter with, if you want to give me unsolicited baby advice on the damn cereal I eat and what I wear, you better unlock your profile so I can see your perfection. For me, it was in my second pregnancy when I shared the news with my grandmother. She said, now, if you don't gain as much this time, you won't have to lose as much. <laughs> Ouch. Yes. Nice. It's like buzz kill. I'm sure she meant it lovingly. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Lord. Right. That's crazy. So what you put in your mouth, they're going to say you, you know you're going to gain a lot of weight. <laughs> you could try something like, you don't say. I thought pregnancy would be like going on a nine-month juice cleanse. <laughs> or you can just ignore it, right? So that's the in other In my option. case, I just went with, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> what else? And walk could away. I say? Yeah, right. like I think right. that is how it goes. Now, the big one and the one that I think can be really rattling is the labor experience. And I know on this podcast we are going to share some labor experiences. You know, you can fast forward if you want, if you don't want to hear those. But a lot of total strangers will come and tell you. And I don't know about you guys, but in my experience, it is not like rainbows and unicorns labor experiences. It's like, I had the worst labor, or my baby was almost born in a taxi, or yeah. oh my god, it was the worst pain of my life. Yeah, the worst pain of my life. I heard I got every nurse on the rotation for a whole weekend. You know, oh, like god. things right. like so, that. Okay, right. but then, like, like, I was in labor for 29 hours. Oh, how <gasps> do you Not me. Stop but, it. No, but that's right. what people say. Yes. But right. how, do you, how do you shut that down? I think you could be honest and just I be agree. like, you're killing me. Stop it. I can't right. take it. Right. right, right. Thanks. I know you mean well trying to tell me your labor story, but I really don't want to hear it. I don't want to read it. I don't want to look ahead. I just want to have my own experience. So the other thing people will ask or comment on is they want to know how you got pregnant. (laughs) My best friend, when she was pregnant with twins, said that she was constantly asked if her twins were natural. Uh, right. Yes. And it was so annoying to her. And it's in invasive. Fact, it is completely invasive. And she didn't actually use IVF, but so she was so annoyed by the statement that she would never answer the question. Mm. She would be like, you know, that's none of your business. And yeah. I respect that mm-hmm. um, for all of the women. And more women are using IVF and it is nobody's business. If they want to say it, great. But if you don't, like, who are you to be prying in right. to how I got pregnant, whether it was in a doctor's office or on my kitchen counter? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you should just say I that. Just say, yeah, I want to get that. pregnant just yeah. to use that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That was great. Now, okay, let's just say, for the sake of argument, that it's like your mother's best friend. Do you flip her the bird like that, or how do you handle it then? See, some things I feel like should be private. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. yeah. That's a nice diplomatic. Because you know old people believe that. <laughs> Well, the same thing, can, you could use that same comeback for when people ask, how long were you trying? Oh, and mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. that, especially with your peers, they may be just wondering for their own. They might be trying too. Yes. Right. right. And they're just trying to compare, contrast. But still, what if I don't feel like telling you? Right. You know? Now, the other one is when people comment on your size. And mm-hmm. I've seen this happen in meetings at the office where you'll have someone who is large relative to where she is in her pregnancy and people will say like what you're only 20 weeks you look like you're about to drop tomorrow (laughs) 
I've been guilty of the other side of that. I can distinctly remember a friend who was pregnant who was just tiny, 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 tiny. She was eight months pregnant and I could barely tell. Mm -hmm. Her baby was healthy. She was healthy. That's just how she carried. And I look back and kind of shudder when I think of how often I was like, you can't even tell. It's like you're not even pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Right. I was completely negates her experience. Yes, yes. All the things that we said before we really knew, before we had our own children. I know. I wish we could take them back. But I realized. And the things we will say in the future. Because we will will screw up. (laughs) I know. Someday I'll be asking somebody. If their child so, was if you're in that naturally. position and someone says, "Oh my God, you look like you're, you know, about to give birth tomorrow," I mean, I guess what you would deflect with is, "Well, everybody is kind of different, and you know, I know I still have a ways to go." Or if you're the really tiny person and someone comments on how small you're, saying, "My doctor says everything's progressing just fine, thanks," mm-hmm. and then hopefully they get the message that they should shut up. I love the waiter who, if I want to have a sip of my husband's wine or I wanted to order a glass of wine, which, you know, back when I was pregnant was deemed okay, but now it's not, mm-hmm. you know, that like dirty look of like, are you sh- or sometimes he even would say, are you sure? I even had somebody at Starbucks, like the dude at Starbucks was like, you're not supposed to have oh my God. caffeine. And I'm like, but I had a half calf. Yeah. I'm allowed to have a half calf. My doctor said. Right. And I felt very defensive. Like, yeah. and who's this like 20 year old kid telling me, you know, how much caffeine I can have on a daily basis? Yeah. You know, sometimes it doesn't have to always be negative experiences with strangers. One thing I remember is being on the elevator and some woman that I didn't know said to me, Wow, you are carrying beautifully. Oh. And wow. I nice. thought. What a nice thing to say to a pregnant woman. Because sometimes you feel, and I think strangers feel compelled to say something to you because it's so obvious that you're pregnant. So that's when they end up saying all of these things that are inappropriate. But what a lovely thing to say to anybody pretty much at any stage. You're you're carrying beautifully. So we can Um, all reach for that. I mean, I think that, that these comments that people make come from the natural human desire to find a connection. Yes. I have some sympathy, but I also think that you should be able to shut it down if you need to. Now, we haven't talked about the ultimate invasive moment, which is Uh. not just talking, but touching. Uh, Yeah. I don't recall. um, Total strangers trying to touch your stomach? No, no. I wouldn't have wanted it. No. That's for sure. (laughs) But I don't think that happened. It happens to me me. every day on the subway. (laughs) (laughs) One of our friends recommends that you say, you can touch my tummy if I can touch yours. Oh, my God. That's a good one. Or just reach out and touch theirs while they're touching yours. That's right. funny. That's oh, good. <laughs> right. Was that, was that your breakfast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, turn away. Just, you know, kind of dodge back up. You know, if you don't want to say anything, just kind of. Put your hands over your belly. Right. Right. Hold hold your bag (laughs) strategically. Anyway, have you had any outrageous comments flung your way this pregnancy? We want to hear about it, if so. So tweet us at Parents Magazine with the hashtag PregnancyConfidential. This week's Relax You've Got This segment is about spotting after sex. Any blood during pregnancy is absolutely going to freak you out. But chances are a little brown discharge when you wipe a day or so after sex is not something that you need to worry about. There's kind of a lot of blood flow happening when you're pregnant, period. So even if normally you don't have a little brown spotting during sex when you're not pregnant, that might happen 
you know, now you've just got all those hormones. There's extra blood supply. You might have noticed that when you brush your teeth or you floss, your gums bleed when they never bled before. So it's just that's the same mechanism happening. But it can freak you out. But if you're just spotting and you don't have any cramping and it's just, you know, kind of one-time thing, it's not something to worry about. It's pretty common. You can always call your doctor. You can, right. You might want to switch positions or something next time you have sex. You know, like you on top, for example, could have a little less impact on the cervix, which is probably where that, that bleeding is happening. The thing that you're really worried about, of course, is miscarriage. And it's much less likely to happen after the 12th week of pregnancy. But, you know, anything that troubles you, obviously, Kara, as you said, call your doctor. You talked a little bit about bleeding gums. Mm -hmm. And it's very common, like when you're flossing, to bleed more. And I had tumors on my gums because there was so much excess blood and yeah, fluids. fluids so it up built there. up like and in so a it bubble. built up into a bubble. And every time that I would eat something, I would have blood all over. <laughs> it was so disgusting. It was just like I was a vampire. And I remember being on the subway on the way to work and just like spitting up into my hands with blood like everywhere. Of, yes, I had to have ugh. two surgeries. Now, it didn't hurt and it didn't affect the baby at all. It was just a huge inconvenience and just disgusting. If you ask um, me, it sounds worse than bleeding after sex. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Because I don't know about you, but I eat three times a day. (laughs) Yes, well, I ate more than three times a day when I was pregnant. Um, So it was really disgusting. But if that happens to you, just know that it's completely normal. I mean, this happens a lot. The swelling, you know, the extra blood flow and that sort of thing. You just need to go to a dentist and then a dental surgeon to remove it. And thankfully for me, it was covered under my health insurance. It was just a huge pain. Yeah. Obviously, when something like this happens, whether it's your gums bleeding or vaginal bleeding, the tendency is to go Google it. Recommend, recommend against. What do you guys think? I would recommend against Mm -hmm. because there is going to be just as much reassuring info as terrifying info. Mm -hmm. So why don't you just go straight to the source, your own doctor? I don't know. I mean, I feel like something like, you know, bleeding after sex, like one little, you know, brown spot or whatever, to look that up on something like parents.com or, you know, where you know that, like, the advice is good rather than going... A credible source. Right. A credible source rather than going to, like, your Facebook page and posting, like, oh, my gosh, I have blood. You know, then everybody's going to flip out. Yeah, that is true. And so at least you can sleep that night and not have to call the 24-hour, you know, doctor on call. Just go to one or two and I was thinking, like, Googling tumors on gums. Yes. Don't do that. Right. Don't Google tumors. That, that's a good ad, That's good advice for life in general. Yeah. Maybe just have it blocked from your Google so you are not allowed <laughs> right, right. to search for tumors on gums Is there or an whatever. app for that? We didn't talk really. I mean, obviously, if you have bleeding after sex, you're worried. But sometimes it's really your guy who's worried about having yeah. sex. And he doesn't want to. He's afraid. Right. To do it. It shouldn't be that hard to force your husband to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't at least worry that he's going to hurt the baby. But I, I think know. guys are typically worried they about are that. They're, they are concerned. And I think it's kind of hilarious that they're going to do some damage. Right. I mean, really. <laughs> that they're that big. <laughs> Seriously. It can be, but I think it comes from a good good place. Yes. They, right. yes. They're, they're just, they're so confused right. by what's right. happening. And right. they right. can't imagine how intercourse couldn't in some way. Right affect you or Well, that's when you can Google, like, female anatomy and show it to your your husband. That the uterus Um, is a closed environment. There's a lot of amniotic fluid 
in there cushioning the baby and, you know, he should be so lucky as to be that big. Um, but, you know, sex when, when you're pregnant can be the best sex ever because there's not the pressure. Right. You're of, super flexible, for one thing. Well, yes. All your all senses, for a little while. All your senses are heightened. Well, and also you don't have to worry about pregnant if you were you yes, know, trying to prevent pregnancy in the past. Oh, yeah. And you don't have to stress about getting pregnant when you, for so long you were trying. Like, now it's just for fun yeah. without any worries. You know, we're not like dogs. You can't get pregnant again. <laughs> they can? Yeah, with another with another father. Okay, I can't go there. So I think that means we should stop for now. That's it for Pregnancy Confidential. Our producer is Sarah Abdurrahman. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Parents Magazine, Facebook at facebook.com slash Parents Magazine, or Instagram at of all things, Parents Magazine. So if you like the show, I hope you'll tell a friend, a pregnant friend, and subscribe to it in iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or comment when you subscribe. It helps other people find our show. The beauty of our podcast is you don't need to wait a week for the next episode. If you'd like a sneak peek of what the weeks ahead hold for you, go ahead, listen. Listen. 